Hey, everybody, you're back with another episode of Is It That Deep, Though? with Joy. And Cynthia. Dr. Cynthia. <laughs> I know. Okay, y'all, y'all. So, Dr. Yes. Ogechi. I, it sounds wild, but it's just, it, it sounds so weird to have that title attached with the name, even though it's like, oh, I worked six years for it, but it just, I don't know. I, I need to get used to it, but I'm very, I'm proud of it. I just need to get used to it. So, do you think this is how like newly married people feel? you maybe i hate comparing it because it's like what did you accomplish <laughs> yeah. isn't that crazy to be like i finally accomplished him committing to me <laughs> like it wasn't I work it. it shouldn't be work <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't know i think so um i guess just jumping in into like updates and stuff i graduated on tuesday like finally so i'm officially done with graduate school except my residency which whatever but yeah i graduated walked got hooded and everything so now i'm officially doctor you look so good in your pink i didn't see your actual graduation photo shoot photos yet yes i haven't posted them yet they're not done i i did see your the pictures posted from your graduation and you looked so nice cynthia the i'm gonna tell this for you so that's Cynthia and her cohort. <laughs> Can I say this? And yeah, I think no, we'll, we'll cut it out if it's not okay. Okay. They, they had a group chat and they were like, there's two options for their outfits, right? There's like the cheap $60 one or something. It was like <laughs> something like that. And then there was this like extra nice, like Italian Tuscan leather type shit. <laughs> that was like $700. And everybody in the group was like, yeah, let's just get the cheap one. Like whatever. Like wait, that's too expensive. Like and Cynthia was quiet. <laughs> <laughs> She was planning the whole time to get the nice one and put them all to shame. And so no. I got to see the fruits of that because the photos, child, <laughs> like she looked, they did <laughs> the polyester plastic was beaming in the sun from their outfits and hers looked so polished. I was like, <laughs> this bitch, like, really set them up. Like, <laughs> I was like, they just, they all look bad. I mean, they look good. Congratulations to all of y'all. Y'all yeah. all work really hard. Yeah, of but course. But the outfits, I'm like, okay, well. And the <laughs> thing is, it's like, I just, when I, because at first I was like, okay, yeah, obviously the cheaper option. Then I looked at it. I was like, no, <laughs> hell no. After all this backbreaking labor, no. I'll mm-hmm. go into my savings and splurge on the most expensive yes. one. And the gag is over half of the graduates that day had the more expensive one. Like more. And that's why you don't go. Expensive. Don't ever just go along with what white people say. Do you? And Let this exactly. be a lesson. That was a lesson for me. hundred <laughs> percent. I'm glad I did because I walked in. Everyone was like, wow. Oh, my gosh. And I was just like, y'all, I'm going in academia. I was like, when academia, I'm going to have to wear this for the rest of my life. At graduations, I want the nice one. And they're like, oh, yeah, of course, of course. But I was like, I could <laughs> not. I would have been not so... even worn them. <laughs> yeah, I, I wore them the night before because they picked up the regalia. Oh, okay. And they're like, "Hey, do you want me, uh, like do you want me to pick y'all's up to yours up to you?" And I was like, "No," because I got mine sent to me directly because I got the other one. <laughs> they're like, "Oh," but honestly, I'm glad I did because I would have been irate at myself if I was just like, "Let me just go along with everyone else," even though it's the most financially, I guess, reasonable option. And then I saw everybody else with the nicer one graduation. I would have been pissed. So exactly. You would have been pissed that you went along just because a bunch of white people were like, oh, we're not going to do it. (laughs) It's just different. It's different when you're a black person getting a Ph.D. Yeah. You know, anyways, I'll just leave it at that. The ones who know, know. Okay. exactly. The girls who get it. But yeah, so you've had like a big this has been a big two months for you, like really rounding up the whole endeavor. Yeah. And it went by so fast that like, 
I got, so I came back from Chicago where I graduated, got back to Houston. I drove back to Houston this morning. I forgot that you went to school in Chicago. Yeah, I drove to Dallas to meet my family, mm. went to Houston or whatever, Chicago, then back to Dallas and then drove to Houston. So I drove to Houston this morning and Jeez. I like, yeah. And then I still had, like I had a patient at five that I had to see in the afternoon to work on stuff. But I was sitting down after everything like is said and done. I'm like, dang, regalia doesn't matter anymore. Graduation's over. Literally everything's done. Distribution, everything's done. I was like, wow, what am I going to do now? So much free time for so hobbies much free time. and activities. And activities like, and like life that's not school. So I'm trying to. You get I, into like baking or like knitting or you could, I don't know. Would. What do people, what hobbies do people pick up? You could start reading books for fun. If you I wanted know, to now. Books behind me. I read them all. So. <laughs> I could do that, but it's like, it's a different, I have to think like kind of differently and not, I have identified as being a student for so long that it's like, okay, that's not my life. And I don't want to be that person who's like all about work. My whole life is work. Mm -hmm. Cause that's, that's annoying. So it's like, okay, what am I? I want to be a person who's about like what they do outside of work finally. So like, who is that person? I'll find out. That's going to be fun exploring that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm really excited. My week was Oh, so tiring. I almost feel sick thinking about it. Like, oh my so God. I said this a, a couple episodes ago or a couple weeks ago that so I work for a company where we when I was hired, we were all virtual and people who were in office had to go to virtual, obviously, because of the pandemic. So we finally had um, what we call an on site where the company will pay for mm -hmm. everybody to fly to one central office location and work together. And it was just it was cool. It was like a family reunion almost. Oh, wow. you know, like, oh my gosh, this is what you look like. Oh, it's let me tell you, it's really fucking weird to see people in real life when all you've ever seen is them on Zoom. Yes. So you've never seen past their shoulders. Exactly. Yeah, so they you're short? Like, oh. It's like some of y'all are way shorter than I thought. Some of y'all are taller. Some of y'all are a lot thinner than I thought. Mm -hmm. A lot of y'all have like, you know, school mm -hmm. let me be nice. <laughs> Say it. Let me just be true. Some people like don't get enough sleep. That's mm. all I could in person. All everything is up front, right? Yeah. That's why they looked at me and thought, like, she's wearing a lot of makeup. <laughs> no, girl. Whatever. I don't know. Cause I wear makeup to the office because I I don't know. I don't know. I like you can makeup. actually put it on well. Some people just can't. Hopefully. Sometimes I'm like, geez, because you know how lighting can really like lie to you. So like if you have bad lighting and you're putting makeup on, you I might know. put on too much or not blend well because you're like, oh, it's not obvious enough it's not like whatever and then you might be in direct sunlight and in person and, and then see like oh shit like i over contoured mm -hmm. or like this did not blend well like oh this looks caked on brings me to my next point the downsides of meeting a bunch of people and having to be on all day like active oh, yeah. talking thinking about your facial reactions to things thinking about your tone of voice and then thinking about people's perception of you like am i mm -hmm. no it's a lot sometimes it felt like high school at times because I'm oh, like, yeah. you know, people naturally click up. So like mm -hmm. you realizing who you're more drawn to and who others are more drawn to or whatever. It was very strange. I mean, it was fun, but at the same time, I just got tired because y'all know I don't go out. <laughs> I really don't go out anymore. <laughs> I don't make a lot of plans. I've become the kind of person who only spends time with people I actually like doing things I actually want to do. Yeah, I was drinking all week. Like we drank every day oh, and wow. I don't really drink anymore. So after like yeah. one drink, it doesn't hit the same. It's not fun anymore. <laughs> when It's not fun anymore when you don't really want to drink. But I drink because it was like, that's what you do. I don't know. I don't know. Also, just personifying, like actually understanding people and realizing mm. who they are and like what they carry with them. And it's just really weird. Weird. Yeah. How so? Uh, like there was this one 
coworker that we were spending time with and like she just looks so tired in real life oh, and like yeah. you know the kind of people who say things as jokes about like mm-hmm. self-deprecating and you realize oh you're yes. going through it in real Absolutely. life and mm-hmm. you look tired so now mm-hmm. I doubly believe you're going through it so like you feel bad mm-hmm. and, like I should have been more not kinder because I was kind but like I should have mm-hmm. taken more of an interest in her or something Oh, snap. but it's like it's not my job to like uh, I'm just here to work child and then I'm trying yeah. to talk to people you're like you're one of many people I'm trying to talk to I tried to get like my co-workers together to do stuff together and it didn't none of it panned out Wait, because we just don't... well we we did some of the stuff but like we oh, couldn't get oh. everybody together oh yeah like it's very interesting I'm, I'm watching our like management level people like do dinner together and like have organized things together i'm watching like the strategist team have like they were their own clique they all seem to be such good friends and then with me and my product lead people like we're not necessarily on the same team but we are on the same level i could not get us to agree to do anything together Mm. and a good amount of us are actually in texas so it was even more like we really don't fuck with each other like that like we actually have no reason not to be actively trying to see each other more but I mean, I don't know. When I talked to the strategist people about how cool they were, they were like, well, we've known each other for a few years and we were working in the office together and we've been to on-sites in each other's cities before. So we're actually really friends. Like we're actually cool. So it's different for y'all because y'all have never gotten to know each other really. I was just like, oh, that's what made it feel like high school is like being around people who are obviously cool friends and you're just yeah. getting to know them and you're like, should I just go home? <laughs> like, yeah, it feels like it's just not worth the, the energy I'm giving right now. Mm-hmm. But it was just a lot. Everybody, for the most part, either left today or is leaving tomorrow. I'm just excited to get back to the empty ass office that yeah. <laughs> to not have so many people around and have to talk and think about people. I just realized I had the benefit of not thinking about people because <laughs> these people are not any real relation to me like they're not right. people i love or people i'm interested in or care about that sounds awful they're co-workers yeah they're co-workers so i haven't put a lot of mental energy into people i didn't choose right and so having to do that for a week has just felt like a lot also some weird vibes oh weird i don't know just like <sighs> so many people are married and then the ones who aren't i felt like we were kind of sizing each other up <laughs> oh but then it was like no, we fucking work together. Like, right. ew. Yeah. So it was like uncomfortable because we're still, we're drinking and I'm nervous that like things might devolve into something uncomfortable where I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck, I have to work with this person or talk mm-hmm. to them. Like, let's not, you know, it's just weird. It was just fucking mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad it's over. <laughs> I'm glad it's <laughs> over. It was, it was good. And I was anticipating it, but child, like I didn't anticipate the, the heaviness of being around people and talking yeah. so much that many people too it wasn't like three people that came in like oh yeah no it was like maybe 20 30 because it was actually people outside of even my exact team or product or department i guess you would say yeah people outside the department other groups had on sites so there were a few people i met that i had briefly talked to before or had meetings with before and they were in town to work Mm -hmm. with their team so it was wild and so busy just oh I just I'm I need this weekend. I need to decompress and come down from it all. It's making me tense up thinking about it. Oh my gosh, I tweeted about this one of the days. So the second day in the office, I was like, child, like I'm because the first day 
felt like the first day of school, like I got to put on an outfit that's, you know, somewhat nice or whatever to give a good first impression. By day two, I was like, I'm going to put on these these nice misguided lounge set pants (laughs) or whatever, like nicer sweatpants. And I'm going to wear a leotard or whatever in my nice cardigan and I'm going to go to work. Me being me, though, and living in Austin, I forgot to put a bra on because I just like in Austin, most of us don't really wear bras. And I am used to being in the office and not really talking to anybody or looking at anybody. So it wasn't until I got to the office and several people. (laughs) People commented? No, but like kept glancing at my chest. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, I done fucked up. Like, yeah. shit. This is an Austin, Texas thing where like nobody cares. Like nobody cares. Yeah. People from like fucking Connecticut and New York and like. Uh, oh, yeah. Who don't even live in Austin, but like commute from like fucking Hutto or Leander or whatever. Just like people who aren't used to like the hippier vibes. Mm hmm. So the city has were like staring at my chest and I just felt so uncomfortable uh, and I wasn't wearing the, the kind of sweater that you could cross over your chest. I didn't have a backup bra with me because who carries uh, a backup, a backup bra? bra. <laughs> I just put like extra bra and extra bras and panties in my trunk <laughs> just in case you never know. <laughs> but like, no, I had nothing and I felt so like because th- I know I understand if you have like really saggy titties, put a bra on. I get it. Mm-hmm. And like, especially in front of people, because mm-hmm. it's like, OK, we didn't need to see your nipples all the way down there or whatever. Right. You know, it's just uncomfortable. <laughs> if you have like really huge titties, it's like, OK, come on. Like, come right. on. I am moderate. Nothing. I feel like it's it's I've never looked in the mirror and thought gross when I looked at myself. Yeah. So when I look in the mirror, I'm like wearing a bra without a bra, which is why yeah, I, I feel like, like I can get away with it. Yeah, it looks good. I feel like yeah. I look fine. But the amount of stares that I got was like, uh, maybe this wasn't I should have thought a little bit more about how I was going to be looking because I don't know, just uh, people and it just felt weird going back to like people's perception of you weighing on your mind. And I was mm-hmm. like, they must think I'm like the fucking dirtiest hippie slut bag that they've ever met like they probably are judging my professionalism at this point Mm. they probably think i already got like a bunch of tattoos apparently my tattoos don't come across over zoom so when people met me they like were surprised oh really nobody was bothered like nobody was like whoa it was like oh cool you have a lot but it just felt like that coupled with the lack of a bra. I just felt so off Aww. on Tuesday, like judged and uncomfortable. Ew, it's all gross. So I'm just excited <laughs> again that they're gone <laughs> and it's over. But I definitely made some friends. Like I got cooler with people um, that I've worked with and we're having more on-sites happening. I'm going to be in nice. Seattle twice next month. Oh, so you're going to go the second time? Yes. So I'm going at the end of this month and then I have to go again in June because I'm helping plan a conference that's happening. Yeah at the office in Seattle then. So cool. I feel good about the fact that I'm connecting with more people. I'm networking. I have people that I'm cool with from work. Things are getting better. It's just, ugh. I, I need to, it's like being around so many people. I just need to yeah. take a, a, a people shower, like get these imprints that's, off of me. Yes. <laughs> Ew. That's so real. And just decompress. Like it's like all of people all up in your space. And it's like, obviously they're not meaning to do it. Cause that's the point you're around people. It's just like, let me breathe. I know. And I have a stutter. I realize that like I, if I'm in a tense situation, I cannot get oh. some words out. That's fun. I knew I it already, but it rarely happens. It doesn't rarely, it just doesn't happen very often. And so, Mm-hmm. It happened a few times this week, and I was like, great. Well, mm-hmm. speech impediments are hot, so <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I'd be like, oh, I think I'm hot. So a hot girl with a speech impediment, I think it's like a hot person with like a gap in their teeth. I think yeah. gaps are sexy, but exactly. only if you're hot. Right. <laughs> Wasn't there a tweet that went viral that's like, um, all hot girls got ISS in junior high or something like that? I got <laughs> ISS in junior high. <laughs> I was a good girl in junior high, though. They played me. They should have. Anyways, I won't even go to the story. But yeah, <laughs> so that was fun. And then <laughs> I'm not we've talked about how I want to live in a nicer place. Yeah. And whatever. So in a few weeks, I'm going to actively be signing a new lease because it'll be two months <gasps> before oh, yeah. I leave. My fucking raggedy ass hood rat ass apartment complex has the nerve to email me the renewal offer or whatever. I didn't even like read the attached letter. I just read the email and it was like, hi, like you have 90 days to, you know, give us what was it? It was just like, we're here's the offer you have until next month to say yes or no, because you have to give us 60 days notice either way. And okay. it went ahead and said, so we're going up to market rate, which is we, which is $13.99 a month. Keep in mind, like I've said, my rent is a thousand a month. Right. <laughs> and I moved here because they said that like they don't really ever raise the rent or if they did, it would only go up by fifteen dollars. So I was like, the fact that they are raising it three hundred ninety nine dollars is so fucked up. And I'm not upset because I want to stay because I don't want to stay here. I'm leaving regardless. Right. But I'm thinking of the other people here who probably are here because it's so cheap. Yeah. Getting like almost a four hundred dollar increase on your rent out of nowhere when it's been especially if you've lived here for years it hasn't been raised that dramatically ever right what the hell it makes me like it's like what we were saying in that church fishing episode or whatever Mm -hmm. like they're not fucking around here in austin they are trying to get all the poor people out yeah so because all the rich california fucking people are coming here and they're just like oh cool we had a huge increase of tenants moving in last quarter so or last fiscal year so let's increase it to four hundred dollars a month and then it makes me feel like the trickle effect is the places that i'm looking at that i was thinking are going to go for maybe 17 1800 they might start off at 2000 by the time i find a place that i by the time i can sign anything so now i'm getting a little like sweat like nervous like okay so what's actually going to be the price when i can sign a lease let's move on let's talk about something else (laughs) yes there's one thing i do want to talk about so Mm. arby's i hate arby's I think Arby's is nasty. I had it once as a child and it gave me running stomach. So (laughs) ever since then, I was like, this is gross. Apparently people saying Arby's is good now and that it's always been good and that... Lies. Exactly. And that all of y'all are just fearful and y'all are cowards for not you know standing up for the truth and putting pedals to the metal and eating arby's it's like i'll never eat it so i was just i was curious if you've ever eaten arby's and if you liked it i've had arby's before my dad used to buy us their roast beef sandwiches that's what they were saying they were saying that was the best one like that was the piece de resistance sorry i just feel like if you think arby's is good maybe you grew up like on government cheese or something because <laughs> i just don't like what does arby's want to be they use hamburger buns but then put roast beef and mustard in between it. So it's like, I don't believe in making a sandwich with burger buns. Either you're making a burger with those buns or you just need to get regular sourdough sandwich bread, dude. Like that's that's the number one thing that's always turned me off about them. I've never went there or ordered from there. So because mm-hmm. it's disgusting to me. I don't understand 
if i just feel like that would even be a deal breaker if i was dating somebody and they were like for sure i noticed like rappers of arby's in their apartments i was in their apartment i would be like this is somebody who doesn't value themselves absolutely not (laughs) they don't believe in god and they they just want to see the world burn that's who this is i have to leave because it's no, disgusting it's like what is wrong with you it's gross. I would rather you eat you just eat subway over arby's the subway is nasty too it's but I, I would i'd rather it. at least it's sandwich bread like it mm-hmm. at least they know the appropriate bread to exactly. use <laughs> exactly and it's like someone someone was like i don't understand how people say subway is nasty like you made the sandwich yourself didn't you <laughs> <laughs> you had the choice <laughs> that made me think I was like, damn. <laughs> it's like, bitch, you made the same. You chose what they put in the sandwich. If it's nasty, it's because you. <laughs> no, but it's nasty because of the quality of the items. It's because the tuna isn't real tuna. That's oh why it's nasty. Gosh, yeah, it's soup. It's ladled on there. Just they leave the meats just sitting out. The people there look like they don't give a fuck. So <laughs> that's why it's nasty. But that was a good, that was a good comeback though. That was probably a fire tweet. <laughs> that's how you saw it. That's how I, was, I was like, wow. It's like you, know, know, like you think and you're like, damn. It wow. reminds me of the, the Tyler, the creator quote. Where he's like, how do you get cyberbullied? Dude, just close the laptop. Turn off your computer. Like, close your eyes. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's like... Oh. It's like obviously, but like it's not just that, dude. Like it's how the fuck you get somebody just to close the laptop. Oh, he used to be so funny. I used to like love him so much. Like I've never had a crush on Tyler, but I used to like just have so much. I don't not have love. I don't not have respect for him. I think it's because I saw him perform in Austin and the show was trash. And I was next to a bunch of white kids who were like 12 to 14. It was, I mean, it's Austin. So it was going to be a bunch of white people there anyways. But when two like 14 or 12 year old girls sat their asses down next to me and I looked around and I was like, I'm the oldest person in this section by like 15 years oh my (laughs) god i was disgusted with the audience and then when he came on stage no band no Mm. dj no nothing like it was literally just him uh, like running around on stage screaming into the mic oh wow whatever with the music playing like i think he did like a piano he brought out a piano on one point and played it but i was like that's it I paid ninety dollars with this. Like, what? Like, why is this all that's happening? And then seeing white people enjoy themselves, oh. I understand why No Name stopped rapping. I agree. <laughs> I agree. That is so. What you just said, facts. Seeing white people enjoy themselves at these concerts, <laughs> mad. Can you imagine? No, put yourself like. See, I want to hear. Picture it. Yeah. You become an artist. Let's put this even into your doctoral work. Oh my God. You publish books and mm-hmm. research papers and decide to go on a tour where you like have speaking engagements. Oh my and God. And you look into a sea of thunderous applause Ugh. and like whistling, and it's all white people. I know. I know. What would like, you- how do you feel? How do you feel? <laughs> Disgusted. I used to think about that with uh, with Gambino. How does he feel looking at the crowd? And it's, it's just a though. bunch of... It's like... It's yeah, not you're getting- fair to like judge them, I guess. I guess not. But if it was me, 
I wouldn't. I don't think I would like it. I don't. Think it's not like they're making music for this audience, right? It's the fact that I've come to a level where, for me to really make money at this, I have to charge a certain amount of money. It's not my fault that white people love black people's stuff. So. Right. It's not my fault that the tickets start at like $50 and go up to like a thousand. And so mostly white people have the spending money for that type of shit. And they love watching black people do black things. (laughs) So like, it's not my fault that that's who's out here. But I respect No Name for being like, it's still fucking disgusting. So I'm just Mm -hmm. not going to tour anymore because I don't want to see (laughs) y'all. And there's no way for me to ethically keep you. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So the way that I stop it is I stop. It's like that's fair. Oof, for that money that you miss out on, like I know, because so much money's in touring. It's all in touring. Like if you are an artist and you do not tour, you are not making very much money off of your music at all. Let's get into. There were some things that uh, I think the main thing that I kind of want to talk about today. Let's revisit. Uh, cultural appropriation from like white artists. Yes. Um, I feel like we're already on track to talk about that. <laughs> but so Jack Harlow, <laughs> we've talked about him a few times. Oh my times. gosh, please. So, yeah, the first yeah, time we talked about him, it was in the cultural appropriation thing where I, I did refer to him as a soulful white at the time. I did. I don't not believe that. I haven't really completely changed my mind. And then we talked about him like a week ago or something where people were comparing him to Eminem. I also saw people compare him to Mac Miller, say like he's the new Mac Miller and things like comparing him to white artists that really were like revered by black people. Mm -hmm. And I was just saying, just just give him some time, like just let him get there. I mean, apparently he's been making music for like a a while and has just now been put to the forefront. But Mm -hmm. I just felt like it's not there yet. He just reminds me of Drake, you know, like catchy Mm -hmm. tunes, good production, you know, but like there's nothing really there that makes me feel like loyalty any deep feelings i think he's just having fun i don't think there's problems with an artist just having fun right recently he's been in the news again because his album did drop Mm -hmm. people have said it's horrible (laughs) i've only Mm -hmm. heard that the production is good people say the bars were weak the music is subpar i started listening to it today okay and i probably made it four or five songs deep before i stopped listening and then out of those four or five songs i probably skipped through three or four of them so because it's just it wasn't you know sometimes he is corny with his lines he's really not talking about anything then you know it's like drake light like drake uh greater great value drake because with drake at least he will get paint a picture and give you this idea i will never forget no know yourself or know myself what's it called oh yeah know yourself yeah sorry yeah i remember the feeling that i got the first time i heard that song and drake has several songs across multiple albums that have made me feel that way jack harlow did not give me that in this album at all there was not a Mm. song that i heard and i I stopped halfway through because i was like i don't think i need to listen to anymore like if it, if you don't have it in the first five you're not gonna have it yeah um, i don't think the song first class is good um <laughs> yeah it's a it's a it's a fun song but it's not like when the song when the uh what's it called the little smidget or whatever it was on tiktok i was like oh this song is gonna be i don't know what to call it whatever a clip <laughs> Of the song was on TikTok. I was like, oh, this might be, this is going to be a song that's probably going to be like those, I don't know, Summer 16 type songs. And then the actual song came out and it was so underwhelming. I was like, yeah, it was one of the songs I skipped after like half of it. I was like, it's not 
good but mm. the hook sure it's cute for tiktok you know whatever yeah, just it's not a good it's not good and i believe like he has now like if you look at the writers attributed to the songs yeah, there will looking- be like eight or ten people yeah <laughs> similar to how drake has it where i i assume when you have that many people it's not that literally everybody was needed to write the lyrics right it's that maybe a few pr- of them are producers and producers will likely move around your words or help you reword things to fit the beat better that yeah. gets them a writing credit he probably did sit down with some people for this his label probably put a lot of money into this snoop dogg was on the album yeah i saw that pharrell I didn't Justin get as far Timberlake? as to hear Pharrell. I didn't oh. get to Justin Timberlake either. Oh, that's, okay. that's like track 12. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you have to put it at the end, if you can't get me even halfway, then I don't care about what else is there. Yeah, so that was the first thing that people people were saying the production was good or whatever, but that the songs were weak, his verses were weak. And then recently he was on Ebro in the Morning and mm-hmm. actually got Brandy to trend because... <laughs> I, yeah, they they were playing a game where they were playing a song and it was a song by Brandy and he was supposed to, you know, name the singer. And so he couldn't. And he did guess Aaliyah, which he guessed Aaliyah before Brandy officially talked or sang on the song. So I wasn't mad. People were making it seem like he confused mm-hmm. Brandy's voice with Aaliyah's and that wasn't it. And I get it. The, the vibe of the song did feel like it could have been maybe a Timbaland production. Like it felt like it was something Aaliyah could have maybe done. Right. But then when Brandy started talking... Because it's one of those songs where the the intro is like talking. I was like, he doesn't, that's like everybody. Like Brandy has a distinct speaking voice at the very least, especially from the 90s. I feel like this Angel in Disguise feels like it was in the 90s, early 2000s at the latest. So yeah, that was, he still didn't know after she started talking. They had to give him a hint. They said she had a TV show. Mm-hmm. silent i'm like you what how many black singers had a tv show like that's that's got to be a dead giveaway you right couldn't guess it they said oh her brother has is responsible for making a lot of people famous mm. and then they said her brother had like an amazing sex tape he pauses for like a few seconds and then goes ray j has a sister <gasps> who is it who is that i didn't realize he said that oh yeah Yeah, so that's why people were going off because they were like, one, he can't recognize Brandy's voice. And two, Mm. he didn't know that Brandy and Ray J were related. They had to tell him it's Brandy. And he was like, oh, Ray J and Brandy are related? Nobody ever told me that. And most of us don't even believe he probably is familiar with Brandy at all because he's a 24-year-old white boy. Like, honestly, you could pull pull a million 24-year-old white boys and ask them, who is Brandy or what is she known for? Listen to this song. Who is it? Mm -hmm. Who sings the mo to the e to the... Like, you could do anything and maybe three out of the million would know. And they would probably be gay. So... Yeah, Yeah, honestly. Because most white gays aren't going to know it either, child. Like, it's honest, like, (laughs) Brandy is special to the black community she is the vocal bible yes we've known her to be called mm-hmm. but to white people especially white men they've never really taken much of an interest in black women mm-hmm. like if it was like a, a song by like fucking usher he would have been like oh that's probably it. he probably would have guessed usher right brandy monica uh fucking <laughs> toya luckett why did that name come up but in my head jill scott <laughs> They won't know who that is. Fucking gray. He probably would be like, I don't know. I don't know. Because he's a white man. So what you did you see it trending on Twitter? And what did you think? So I saw it trending. I didn't realize that he didn't realize that Ray J and Brandy were siblings. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought he just didn't. Honestly, because I didn't watch the clip. I just saw like 
people talking about it on um twitter like who was it um ndre she like posted yeah. about it on instagram and all that so that shocked me to see that and it's just like honestly i don't know that combined with him at the kentucky derby being held up by those two black security guards so his shoes don't get dirty <sighs> i was just like wait a minute wait a minute not, not, how can you be mad at that like what did people think that moment was i mean not it didn't the optics weren't good I'm not going to be like Jack Harlow needs to be canceled because of that. But I was just like, the picture is just unfortunate. It's an unfortunate picture. Uh, yeah, I saw the video of it and I was just like, I don't know the context behind that other than he probably was like, I don't want my shoes to get. I mean, most artists who have bodyguards, their bodyguards are like their good friends. Like they end up being cool with them. So That's I don't true. view it as like a overseer being like, I do declare, <laughs> pick me up, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> do they like, or like, yeah, I mean, he really looked like he was a fucking Southern plantation owner's child. Like, yeah, yeah. he did. Curly hair. And yeah. Curly hair and that all white outfit mm-hmm. with his tacky ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I didn't look at that and go like i mean you're my bodyguard maybe they're cool i just didn't read much into it it's just funny to me because i feel like everybody at this moment has decided to hate him (laughs) like everybody he's always being and they i think twitter knows that i like like to read the comments to really understand why people are mad at him so they keep suggesting the topic jack harlow to me and it's always (laughs) all tweets about him that kind of gone viral are down my timeline and it seems like people hate him so let me ask you the common sentiment seems to be we get that you're 24 we get that you're white but if you want to be in our culture in this industry making our music you better know who our people are Mm -hmm. do you feel the same way to where it offends you that he didn't know who brandy probably doesn't even know who brandy is i mean it doesn't help i think it it definitely doesn't help i'm not gonna be like he needs to be like canceled and whatever and can't make him a piece because he doesn't know brandy but it's also just like i don't know you do wonder like these are people who are so prominent in the culture and have made the culture what it is today that if you are participating and benefiting from the culture and you grew up in it that's something that you would also kind of you know be aware of it's just i think it just doesn't it does not help his case really is that going to affect him i don't think so i think it's just going to trend for like the next two days or whatever it just is not a good look for sure for him it's not a good look i i wavered both ways right so i started off being like well, duh, he doesn't know the song. I don't know the song, but I would have guessed Brandy because I know her voice. But he probably I just don't see too much how a white (laughs) man in his 20s, early 20s would know very much about Brandy to have been able to guess Mm -hmm. that was her. You know, a lot of people are like, well, my brother's 16 and he knew that your brother is black. Okay, he grew up (laughs) watching Moesha. He grew up. Do you think in Jack Harlow's house they were watching that? Like, no. So I didn't feel like it was that big of a deal. But then I realized it's true, though. Like, do I want to be part of the people who are like, let people make whatever kind of music they want. It doesn't matter. Let them have fun. Or am I real? And I'm like, if you are going to be in this rap music is black culture. It is in this. It belongs to this group of people. But because black Americans are American, it's like, no, it's just American and anybody should be able to do it. And that's how you get the Elvis Presley thing happening where like 50 years from now, Jack Harlow will be one of the greats that people talk about that they say is goaded and like has it's whatever and and it'll be like i will be like we'll be the grannies who are like in my day he stole music like or like he he didn't even know who brandy was and they're like what did you say or whatever so you i you should be protective of mm-hmm. things like that and you should be like dude if you don't even know brandy like you don't know black 
cultural icons, but you want to make rap music, you want to sample, you know, he's probably going to be sampling more Black people as he goes on. Have some respect. Right. Maybe issue an apology. (laughs) Yeah, or something. Make a comment about it. Yeah. Like, how did you not know? I mean, I don't care that he didn't know that Brandy and Ray J were related. I don't care about that. But like you didn't, I mean, it's just like, what else are we going to see revealed? I mean, it's it's really just your whiteness can't be an excuse because if you're really that white, then you shouldn't even be making this kind of music, honestly. Mm-hmm. Is it, do you think it's okay for like white men to be like, well, I know black men, I know black male culture and stuff, but like the rest of like the other half of y'all, like I don't know too much about what the women got going on because I've never been interested in y'all. I don't like that because a lot of black culture in general is driven by black women, like a lot of the music, a lot of the way things are carried out. So I feel like, again, to a certain extent, not all black people who are not black women in the community but I feel like you ask a, a black guy what a bonnet is. He knows what's a, what a bonnet is. He doesn't wear it, but he knows it because of his proximity to it. But a white guy who is, has some quote unquote proximity to blackness and what bonnets are, things that are like, I don't know, attuned to what black womanhood is. I feel like that kind of speaks to what does blackness mean to him? And if he's selective and picking like what he thinks is like appropriate or what he thinks is cool. I don't know if I like that. Basically, I just feel like if you are in proximity to blackness, you should be aware of it in all of its forms you know, despite the gender. And if you're selective to the males only, then it kind of speaks like, okay, is it because it's cool? Is it because you don't care? Like, exactly. Yeah, black men know things about black womanhood just because of their proximity to it. Mm -hmm. Like, it kind of goes back to that Malcolm X phrase or saying where he's like the most disrespected Mm -hmm. is the black woman. Because like everybody, like not only do we get it sometimes from black men, but like white men for fucking sure. Like everybody Mm -hmm. else is kind of like, well, whatever about, I'm bothered by that. I also just don't really care about Jack Hollow doesn't bother me as much as like a machine gun Kelly or a, a, an easy yeah, I can't stand that G easy because I'm like y'all or like a Macklemore because I'm like y'all obviously don't belong here. Like I don't even believe that y'all have ever been around black people like that. And y'all just want to do this because it's fine. Right. Jack Harlow, I believe, has been around black people like that. But it gives me more like he had he was like close to black men and probably mm-hmm. hooped with black men, mm-hmm. had a lot of black male friends growing up probably you know would joke around with their sisters you know maybe he has some black women that he is like was cool with through their brothers Mm -hmm. or whatever i don't know if he's ever dated black women again i don't really care about that because i don't don't value your work based on if you're sexually attracted to me (laughs) or women who look like me i just don't want to be fucking disrespected is that's that's the thing Yeah. So it feels like he's on thin ice. People were (laughs) I saw a tweet because apparently he's going on tour with the city girls as his supporting act. You're kidding me. People said that's so calculated. Bravo. Like, wow. You think so? I think it I think it's on. Yeah, because black like I think two things. So I've heard. Well, I know that black girls, especially younger black girls, love Jack Harlow. Like Mm -hmm. they love him and all that type of stuff. And I've also heard that his team is aware of that, too. And they capitalize it at every point. Like, I think I don't know if this is true. TikTok streets, but it's like, oh, there are certain black young like female influencers who are paid by Jack Harlow's team to like tweet and like make things go viral and stuff. And kind of where have you heard that? I heard it in a TikTok. I'll go through my. This life. is that shit we were talking about, though. Like, did they have receipts in the TikTok? Did I somebody definitely contact them and say, "Hey, I am being paid." 
by Jack Harlow because people just say not. shit on TikTok. It was like, TikTok street talk. I don't know if it's oh, real, but that's what you I got to keep that shit on the playground because people <laughs> love getting on TikTok and saying shit like it's a fact. Yeah, and I've learned ever since I started like retweeting TikTok videos and then they've like you read the comments and somebody debunks it and they're like, what the fuck? Y'all just be believing anything. I've <laughs> learned if they don't cite sources and have actual like statements and actual things they are citing, then like it's probably just just them saying shit like is it possible maybe but do you know that like influencers get paid all the time by different people to endorse different things mm. so like is that bad that he is i mean nothing is, is bad I, on one hand i'm like is it bad that black women are being paid <laughs> Like whether it's the city girls or these influencers, like would you rather he be paying white girls? Definitely not. And bring like fucking Kesha on tour? Would that make y'all happy? It wouldn't. (laughs) Or would you be like, how dare he? He wants to rap, but he's going on tour with Miley Cyrus. Like what the like what the fuck do y'all? There's no winning because it's like there isn't. Not part of the problem. If he doesn't roll with black people, then especially black women, it's like wow, you don't give a fuck about us. But if he does, it's like. You're trying to manipulate us because you don't actually fuck with us. You're just trying to make us think you fuck with us. Like it's it's like a deep thing. It honestly is like a deep yeah. like which is it Uchiwali or one Mike? Like which is it when you go down the, the wormhole of like <laughs> do you believe it or not? I saw somebody randomly tweet like my friends were in a photo with Jack Hollow once and he just looked so standoffish. I was like you're not even saying. That your friends said he was standoffish. You are saying that you saw the photo and he like the semantics of words on Twitter are insane. Oh, they are. People will honestly just say different things and think that they can automatically tell what what's happening just by a look or like a, a, a word being used. So another thing I saw was that apparently he has a song called Dua Lipa and it honestly was giving Famous by Kanye vibes where, you know, Kanye with the song Famous on the Life of Pablo said, I feel like me and Taylor could still have sex because I made that bitch Mm -hmm. famous and then came out and said, I asked for her permission. Actually, like there's a video that they put out where he called her and showed her the song. Now we know he didn't show her the full song that he might have not even shown her the part where he called her a bitch. But anyways, <laughs> with this song, Dua Lipa, obviously you're calling it Dua Lipa because you want people to be like, oh, what's that song? Yeah. And he starts off the song basically saying like, I want to do more with Dua Lipa than just get a feature or something. Mm. And so basically her name is only in the song because he's basically like, I want to fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. I would love to have sex with Dua Lipa. And so he like said in an interview, like, I definitely like showed the song to Dua Lipa out of respect because I didn't want it to come off creepy or like anything if she didn't know. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh yeah, I mean, that's, it's, I suppose it's okay. And everybody was like, that's code for she fucking hated it. And no. she was like, this song is trash, but I guess I can't stop you. And I was like, how are y'all getting all of that from, like y'all weren't in the conversation. Yeah. If she didn't want it, she could have easily said, oh, well, cute, but like, no, I don't really want my name used like that. Please don't. Right. Because they will say no if they don't want it. Yeah. I'm like, can you act like she has some agency here? Like, why would you think that she couldn't just say no if she didn't want? I think she was just like, I don't really give a fuck. Like, whatever. Because at least it puts more attention to her through his music. Maybe is what she was. I have no idea. But it just made me think like, y'all will twist anything into shitting on someone if you don't like them or if you're not fucking with them at this moment. Mm-hmm. And who did it recently happen with? I felt like it recently happened with somebody else before Jack Harlow, 
or everyone was just like, we hate this person. It's a different person every quarter, child. Yeah, like every like quarter, it's like, we hate that. It was Doja Cat for a bit, remember? Yeah, that's true. Yep, Doja. They will hate you and you really have to just fortify yourself and like stick with it and they will get over it if you can put out a good project mm-hmm. or do something that they like. Like they hated her for like, a good few months and then she dropped hot pink or whatever and they shut the yeah. no she dropped say so and they had to shut up because yeah. it was like that whole album was good the new album is good people just now they're trying to say she b- might be the next beyonce because she can oh. okay she, she can, can re- dance. she can she can yeah. she can dance she's a great performer she mm-hmm. can sing she's nowhere near beyonce level of singing or dancing but you right. know she's young she's like mm-hmm. half beyonce's age <laughs> yeah that's true but yeah even they time. Were- and they were eating her up because like she was in B- Brazil or something like that. And she didn't want to go outside and say hi to fans. And the fans were super mad and she quit. Well, she said, I quit music because it's not worth it. But then she came back. I and- thought it, was, it was like Paraguay. Oh, was, oh, okay. Where, yeah. like her show was canceled because of weather or something. And they were yeah. like, bitch, if you don't get on this goddamn stage and perform. <laughs> and she was like, OK, I'm quitting because I, I literally hate this. That's the part that makes I'm like, people are fucking crazy like they will take whatever and just it the, the internet the assumptions the demands the entitlement it's just gross i mean with jack harl i just feel like if he's not actively doing something shitty if you don't like it just don't like it like why yeah. does it have to be a big discussion because to me until he does the brandy thing isn't too disrespectful because i honestly genuinely believe he just didn't know yeah so i can't hate he wasn't being od with it it's not like he's like who's that who the hell well, is I don't that? Know who that is. Like he was just quiet. Like I like trying to, I honestly don't know. Yeah. I can't fault somebody for just not knowing something. I don't, I, I'm not more inclined or less inclined to listen to him. I honestly wasn't even in a rush to listen to this album because yeah. he's not like an artist that I, I like, I like, I like his music. There's some of it, but he's not somebody that I'm like, Oh my gosh, I got it. Like the way I'm about to rush to the new Kendrick album that drops oh, tomorrow. Yes. I'm that, that I, I don't play around with Kendrick. I don't wait right. for the hype to die down. I don't wait to make up my own mind. I listen immediately. Did yeah, you listen yeah. to the heart part five? No, I Did haven't. you watch it? Oh my gosh, you have to. I know. You have to. It's so, I, see, I can't even tell you like, anything about it because it's amazing to watch the video and hear the song for the first oh, time. Oh my gosh, I know. Because you I mean, have no idea what it's going to be. And that's what I love about Kendrick is like, mm-hmm. you don't know what it's going to be. But I would never compare like Jack to Kendrick because everybody oh. has their own lane, right? right. Like, I'm not going to compare the Migos to Kendrick either. No. I'm not going to compare uh, Drake to Kendrick. Everybody no. is doing their own thing and it suits the right moment or the right, right feeling. And I guess it's kind of fucked up that I feel like, well, if the Migos can make some shitty songs or drop some shitty albums and like whoever can put out music that's super violent, you see all these rappers getting arrested now yeah. because their music is literally like, I just caught a body. I killed two people. Literal I'll shoot evidence. you in your face. I stay strapped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> like stuff that's like, you're not even the way that Kendrick has talked about violence and it's not him bragging. It's him telling a history of what he's been through and decisions mm-hmm. he has made or, you know, things like that. Y'all are just bragging, calling people weak ass bitches and talking about you'll shoot people like that you have. That's crazy to me. I know. So I feel like if y'all can make ignorant ass, dumb ass fucking music, right. and this dude just wants to like play around on a beat. 
for a few songs. I'm not mad at him. But right. I get it that it's like, you're white. You're not even allowed to do any of that. Like you trying to make money off of something we started. I get it. But at the I same time, I'm like, a lot of the shit has gone so far downhill that I'm like, at least he seems to respect and like know black people. R&B to me isn't something that I'm like, you have to have known to. Mm-hmm. Like to me, it's like, what does R&B really have to do with being a rapper? Is that wrong? I mean, I don't know. It reminds me of that whole Grapevine episode back in the day with Bruno Mars. And it like turned into this whole thing. And I mean, I felt like I was way more militant back then about a lot of things. But I also was younger. Right. I felt that's a good analogy to bring up because mm-hmm. the whole the whole idea of Bruno Mars being a cultural appropriator with his R&B music. I think the only thing that makes me feel that way is that his hair is like a perm. <laughs> And his hair is not that naturally curly. Yeah. But I don't think there's a problem with him like being influenced by James Brown or fucking uh, Teddy. What's that dude? From oh, Black Teddy Street. Riley. Teddy Riley. I don't think there's a problem with that because he will literally tell you these are the people that I listen to and I love. And I wanted right. to bring that back. And also, I don't see any black people doing that. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't Chris Brown do that? Why doesn't Chris what? Brown can dance too? Why doesn't he want to? Mm-hmm. He just wants to sing about diving in that pussy, stabbing women with his dick. That's like true. so, <laughs> I feel the same way. Like if if the black people in the industry want to make garbage, mm-hmm. and some of them are making good music. I mean, right. definitely for sure. Mm-hmm. But if a good chunk of them are making disgusting garbage, and this person who's not from the culture is like, I have respect for Ooh. other people within this industry who influenced me and whatever. And I'm going to make decent shit or at least just have fun and not be disgusting or like detrimental to anybody. I don't Mm -hmm. see what the problem is, because if I don't like it, I just don't have to listen to it. And if white people like it more. It's, I mean, that's just how the world works. White people prefer other white people or non-black people if they can find them. Yeah. So like, am I supposed to just never think like so white people and non-black people can just never do anything because it's just naturally unfair? It's hard. It's hard. And I think that there's like, yeah, direct most of that to people like what's her face? Like Danny Lay. Well, she's I don't know what she is. Danny Lay is like the kind of Puerto Rican or Dominican that's like not black. (laughs) Okay, yeah. So like her. Mariah Lynn, people who are like I like Mariah Lynn's music. Oh, really? Okay. Have you ever heard Once Upon a Time? She has said the N-word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she did say the N-word in that song, but it it's a good song. It is it's a fun, it's a fun song. It's a fun song. I also just don't feel like she is benefiting from being white in any way because she does not have a fan base. (laughs) 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 Not like white people were like, oh shit. I love her because she's white. I'm a goat. Like, they don't know her music. They're they not, don't know who she is. They're, they're not checking for her. So I feel like it's okay for me to... I only liked, like, one or two of her songs. I don't know anything else. But yeah, I mean, not everybody can be as respectful as JoJo and be as knowledgeable. But TBH, oh. I feel like the... Actually, let's let's talk about it. So okay. JoJo, to me, is soulful white on, yeah. like, the top scale. Like, I will... I love her music. Candid. She knows the greats. Like, she is co-signed by Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I heard that... Was it Whitney Houston? Like she's had the black icons that are women in R&B co-sign her. And she's yeah. amazingly talented. If she was on a radio show and they played a Coolio beat <laughs> and oh, thought yeah, that she would know, know a Coolio song, I think she would be like, I don't know it. Right. I don't know it. And Brandy's voice is recognizable, but it's not like it's fucking Whitney Houston. No mm-hmm. offense. It's not somebody that's like she has literally she's an icon. She's a black you know, famous singer, but she's not an icon. She's the vocal Bible to black people, but she's Mm -hmm. not like somebody that's like on a 
on course of being like a Diana Ross or anything. Like mm. if it was a Beyonce song and he said, I don't know this. That would be or wild. If it was Whitney Houston or if it was Aretha Franklin. Oh my if it was God. Aretha Franklin, I think I that would be a lot that more personally. Yeah. I yeah. would be like, you don't recognize chain of fools. Right. Like you don't <laughs> like what is the fuck is wrong with that is where I would be like, that's literally black history. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. Like, it's like you listening to the I have a dream speech and being like, who's, who's that? I don't <laughs> <laughs> is this bill cosby i mean i don't i don't know who it is <laughs> then we, we we should immediately immediately just erasure but it's brandy no offense like it's brandy how many white people period know her music like that so if you were mad at him for that it's just that he's white and making rap music and you just never wanted him to then that's fair so then why are you even watching his interview yeah. <laughs> Why yeah. are you even giving a fuck about anything he has to say? I sorry, just dead. At <laughs> I have a dream speech. Who said that? <laughs> there was one sorry, small tangent. I was testing a college student. I was giving the IQ test to a college student, and there is a question on the IQ test about like who is Martin Luther King Jr. That's literally a question. And some kid said, What did he say? Nothing about civil rights. He said like he was like a black volunteer or something like that. And I remember just, I literally, like, I was right, I was about to write down his answer and I, I paused. I was like, okay, good effort. <laughs> wrote yeah, it down. I, I was mean, like, whoa. Remember when Justin Bieber sampled the I Have a Dream speech or <laughs> like, if you, I don't know, some like, just a snippet of Martin Luther King. Multiple, right? Throughout the whole album. And the album is called Justice. Oh <laughs> and it's literally just all about his wife. Like, <laughs> I love you. You're perfect. I wouldn't change. And TBH, I liked the album. It was a good album. I actually did. See, that's, a, that's how I feel like you grow when you, because again, like you cannot, I mean, if you want to live your life being super, super militant, you're like, I won't enjoy things because I'm going to think deeply about right. if this is ethical or if this is aligned with my points of view politically or, you know, should white people be able to do this or that or whatever, because they've been so shitty to us. Like, I want to be more protective of what I feel like is ours. Sure, but I just feel like that is not sustainable. <laughs> that eventually you will fuck up and start dancing and somebody will be like, bitch, this is Miley Cyrus. Or you'll just start like giving a little shimmy. Somebody will be like, did you know that's g Easy on the beat though? <laughs> like, <laughs> did you know that you're listening to fucking Chet Hanks right now? Like- <laughs> And the whole world just shattered. Are you gonna be like, oh, like, <laughs> like, are you gonna like, <laughs> like, like, just chill out? If you like it, you like it, whatever. Because I feel like black people, conversely, call, I mean, this isn't. Some people are gonna not like how this sounds. I just feel like if you will listen to rubbish because the artists are black and you're willing to overlook how horrible their bars are, or that it doesn't make any sense, or that it's just not thoughtful or that it's just downright dangerous dangerous and like promoting drug use violence whatever if you go for future especially i mean people will be like oh the future so he good though just because you don't like his content don't mean that he don't you know know how to put a song together okay uh... but do you see how in that same vein that you can be like i know this is bad but i like it i know exactly, exactly. in a different vein maybe i can be like this is bad, but I like it. it yep. Yeah, it's so I can have my complicated feelings too. It's a word because I'm with you. I don't I hate future, but there he got songs on the new album that are good. And you I listen to, to the album? Lost oh, child. To, I know. You're lost. Cut it out. <laughs> the, record. The, the album called I Never Liked You. I know. Do you know how immature that fucking sounds? It was so bad. I overheard a song and I was like, oh, this song is good. Who is it? My sister's like, it's future. I was like, whoa. 
Damn. Yeah. And I will never say that he doesn't know how to make a good song. I have Mask Off on my workout playlist. I definitely do too. He literally says Percocet, Molly Percocet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like he literally starts off talking about popping drugs, baby popping drugs. Yep. <laughs> like it's awful and he's literally said i don't even do drugs <laughs> so i don't really do drugs anymore but <laughs> i think that's a menace i mean he is a menace to like pedal drugs in your music in this trap lord lifestyle when you know that you'd be drinking green juices right. like going for jogs and don't ever go anywhere near your old hood at all so like why at all why i but the music i get it so i it's complicated i hate go i'm not going up for jack harlow by the way i never wanted to sound like i'm going up oh, yeah. and going up for white people <laughs> like okay. give him his roses he deserves a chance no the album was not good <laughs> i listened to it because i wanted to confirm that the album was not good mm-hmm. before i had anything you know took in any more of other people's opinions and i can confirm it's not it's from what i heard it was not good but i don't think that means he shouldn't make more music if he wants to and <laughs> i wonder what what is that even like to have the city girls open up for you like what the fuck kind of audience are you trying to have <laughs> it's an audience filled with black girls and they i mean white girls like the city girls they that's love the, they true. love songs like wop they loved oh remember like they loved bodak yellow like that's true they love that's- cosplaying as like a black woman with long fingernails who's like mm-hmm. uh-uh. that song? real uh-huh. ass bitch give a fuck about it yep <laughs> like they love that the so serial girl i wish you serial girl Material they, they literally said, I wear Shanene boots. That was, um, that you they're talking about that TikTok, huh? Oh, yeah, that TikTok. And I was like, wow. I mean, see, Shanae. but again, like, why did he even do, like, what were you trying? It, like, the TikTok, if you're not familiar, it's this white, this black man, I who is like, yeah, going around a predominantly white event white party white club whatever putting his like mic or his phone whatever like he's basically recording himself trying to get white people to recite the lyrics verbatim to material girl and like none of them knew it and only the black woman at the end knew it and i was like duh like what do you what do you what like am i supposed to get mad am i supposed to laugh am i supposed to be like yeah white people they don't know our music like they don't really they don't okay they don't. They, yep. <laughs> yeah, like what is why do y'all do this like for what because you know it's like clickbait and people just like to get mad i don't like what do y'all expect from white people you're not gonna be able to stop them from listening or consuming black music you can't you can't That's you can't like, absolutely you not can. there are certain lines like if black people are like let's collectively not support jack harlow because because i mean if he has more missteps then i'm fine with that like yes right. but like some stuff i'm like like just let it go like yeah. what do you what do you think this is gonna accomplish unless jack harlow says something blatantly racist or disrespectful right. to black women specifically i'm just like let him cook i don't give a fuck yeah and he's like 22 or something right he is like, a child like yeah. he is so young his beard is just now coming in like you know he, connecting he's mm-hmm. very young he's gonna be breaking a lot of hearts <laughs> for the next oh five to ten years a hundred percent he already is i'm sure he just looks like a fucking liar he even talks in his music about how he's a liar every song he, where he talks about getting with a woman he talks about how he's gonna fucking lie <laughs> he looks like a liar <laughs> no remember, he's, remember? He has a lot of charisma 
That's remember what I when can... remember when he um speaking of charisma, remember when he was on when Sweetie was on a red carpet? Yes, yes. getting interviewed and he came up Ooh, to her and said, Hey, I, know. I don't I don't even remember what he said, but he was so smooth and introduced mm-hmm. himself while mm-hmm. she was on camera. Yeah. This was like fresh after her breakup with Quavo. Right. And everybody was like, Oh, he's smooth. Oh, like, see, I love the confidence. Oh, oh, oh. And I'm like, it literally is like they love you one minute mm-hmm. and then fucking hate your guts. <laughs> Like that was literally like just a year ago or something. And now everybody's like, I don't even know what he did other than maybe the music is subpar. Saweetie's music to me is subpar, but so we, we have our opinions, you know, right, that's, that's true. Yeah. And then just not knowing Brandy's song or that she and Ray J were related. I just, people act like he fucking burned a copy of one of her albums or something. Right, like exactly. That. And like stepped on the autobiography of Michael Max. Y'all but- act like he said, um, I prefer, uh, I can't even think of, uh, you act like he said uh i uh, <laughs> i'm trying to think of like a white r&b singer and i can't even think of one john b or he's no, like well, like a white woman oh jojo oh, jojo is not going to be used in this example okay <laughs> i was basically gonna say like you act like he said i like this white artist over brandy or something where it's like oh yeah wow you are being super like now we see what it is right like you are really being point. disrespectful yeah. or whatever jojo i'm not gonna do that because jojo can sing oh, and she's talented and jojo knows brandy's work and i'm sure she would be like i fucking love brandy and she's amazing so whew. <laughs> Okay, I think that's enough of that topic. I just wanted to bring it up because he's getting so much hate right now. And I'm like, is it that serious? Is it that deep, though? Because I just kind of feel like I don't it hasn't gotten to the point where I think he's like that talented or that I think he like should absolutely be barred from no, people just like to get mad on the Internet. Exactly. And like, like to to be fair, I do too sometimes. I'd be looking for stuff like something came out with the baby and I'm probably going to go search it in the hashtag mentions because I just want to see what people are talking about because I just want to be mad. But that's my toxic <laughs> trait and I'm fixing it. Yeah. I don't I don't uh, I'm getting better each year at ignoring things that <laughs> I, I really it. think like, do I it. care? Do I actually care about like, do I actually care? I know. Because I've made my peace with the fact that life isn't fair. Like I can't stop it pisses me off to no end or used to that miley cyrus is this huge star to this day like where she has literally appropriated black music then dumped on it and said well black music is just so get out and misogynistic Mm -hmm. and that was never me i only like kendrick because he speaks about like you know real things even like you yeah like i i so mad and then she came back and rebranded herself as like a country malibu whatever barbie and then came back again and now she's like this joan jet knockoff wannabe and everybody came back and was black people included and were like her new album's so good and i'm like why do we keep giving her more chances like why does she keep getting to dis- she she disrespected black people for sure and Absolutely. like i get mad about that i get mad about the fact that um John Mayer is still like really popular and never got canceled because all of his foolishness happened before Twitter uh, had hashtags and could get a hate train going, hate train going like that stuff used to like eat at me. And then I just was like, yes, they're white. Like things are just going to be easier for them. And, you know, that is none of my business. I just don't have to listen to them. And I'm not going to try to yell at people and tell them that they shouldn't listen. Because I used to, oh, when I had like white friends who were like, oh, my gosh, I love my Liz Iris. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh, she better serve work, girl, the way the white gays do, where they like, oh my gosh, her latest album was a serve. Oh, I love her, her, what's the haircut she has? It's not a mohawk, a mullet. I love her mullet. I love, I'm like, she's all just fake image and act. Absolutely, and it's ugly. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff I could go off about. But like, (laughs) I don't usually, because it's falling on deaf ears. It doesn't change anything. And it just is me spending breath on negativity that's mm-hmm. not going to change so i can just choose to be like cool just not for me and then move on and not make it into like a, a lesson where i need to school somebody <laughs> on the history of why they shouldn't like her or anybody do you have a deep a deep think this week i do so this is not super therapy related um but i think it's just something to live by especially if you are a cisgender actually it doesn't actually to me you know what? Regardless, doesn't matter. I think the archetype of the cool girl applies to anybody besides regardless of gender or sexuality. You don't have to be the cool girl. I saw this video where this girl and this guy were watching this um, other girl walk past and she was in like gray tights and her gnash was gnashing and they both like looked at her and was like, and they high-fived each other like, oh yeah, like her ass, da 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 And yeah. that was the video. And I was just like, this is, first of all, they have to be in their like early 20s because this is not entice anybody. I think that's just annoying. And you're objectifying this person regardless of their gender or sexuality, you're objectifying them. People in the comments are like, if you're insecure, just say that. Nobody needs like, people get objectified all the time like if you're insecure you don't if you don't let your man look at another girl's ass or you don't mind it da, 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 all this type of stuff and i'm just like the cool girl archetype about what that i think applies to people who feel like they shouldn't let things bother them because they think it's going to bother their partner or they should kind of go with the flow go with the flow you do not have to do that if something doesn't jive with you or something bothers you feel free to feel that way as long as it's appropriate and when it comes to Finding people attractive, that's natural. That's fine. I draw the line at objectifying people and devaluing their humanity. Because I feel like the way that it's portrayed with like being like, damn, Friday style at somebody as they're walking past (laughs) is dehumanizing. Like you can comment on someone's attractiveness without dehumanizing them. Yeah, I mean, why you can just raise an eyebrow at each other. (laughs) Right. (laughs) When the other person has to potentially hear or notice that they're being looked at right. or ogled in any way. That's disgusting and yeah. uncomfortable. So my deep think is that um, I don't have a deep think, but my thing this week <laughs> is just that I I'm embarrassed for straight women who will say that they're straight out loud. And let me explain, mm-hmm. please. I not I don't identify as straight because I just feel like I don't want to give men that power. <laughs> like I feel like it's just like saying like, oh, only a man could ever satisfy me. I could only ever be happy if I settled with a man. And I feel like you're a dummy for that. You're a dummy <laughs> if you will out loud claim that. Why would you do that? They're so manip. Like they know that about women who are mm. straight. They know like, bitch, where else you gonna go? Like every oh man is a dog out here like me. It's going to take you a while before you get to somebody who actually is like sincere and actually wants to be with like I it sounds negative or like whatever. But the truth is a lot of guys, whether they are self-identified nice guys or not or whatever, that they all have this thing where they know that they can play women or not be upfront. You know, we notice men who will say whatever they think you want to hear upfront things they don't mean you will tell them i only want to be in a relationship so that's what i'm looking for they will be like oh yeah i'm open to that knowing that they're not yeah 
they will get out of a relationship with their girlfriend and literally the next day be on Tinder and go out with you and act like there's potential for a future when like a week later, they're going to be back with their girlfriend. And they knew that's what they wanted mm-hmm. and still went out with you and said, oh yeah, like it made, you know, they, they do this thing with women that I noticed where like women are like not completely respected. Like it's not until they really fall for a woman that the respect comes in and they're like, right. wow, like then they really care about your feelings. I've noticed that most men, if they're not there yet, they can't really care about your feelings oh, and not all of them this a lot of them don't see he, we don't have to say not all of them if it's not you it doesn't apply you're right if you know you're a man who isn't like this then just you wouldn't apply. even be the what only people who get mad and go not, not all of us are people who are like that mm-hmm. why are you so fucking mad every man even if you're not like this you know a friend mm-hmm. who has played the shit out of a girl you know a girl who has been played by a man <laughs> So stop <laughs> acting like it's so offensive to hear it. It happens a lot. Do women do it too? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sometimes women are manipulative and shitty, but that's not what we're talking about right now. Exactly. We're talking about <laughs> how men who large and by far tend to do this to women and women have, you know, the last deep think or whatever I said, you just got to learn to like put some boundaries in place as a woman, as a woman, if you're as a woman, as a woman, <laughs> as women's, as we women. Learn you women's. <laughs> I don't like women's. No <laughs> I don't like men's no more. I am delivered. That will never get old to the end of time. I feel like I just lost my whole point. But anyways. <laughs> um, I'm just saying women, You ha- we've talked about how we have to be more diligent when we date because if you don't and you let yourself run away and fall and oh, we had such a good time and oh, you get hurt because a lot of times they're just not being upfront with you. They're not telling you the full truth of what their experience actually is. Mm-hmm. And then you find out later when you get ghosted or when he says, oh, I'm not ready, or me and my girlfriend actually got back together. Like, shit like that can happen, and they won't, you'll have no way of knowing because they didn't respect you enough. So, long story short, I just feel like, even if you aren't interested in women as a woman, or if you're not interested in non-binary people, and you really do know that you just want to be with a man, don't claim that out loud. Just keep Mm. it to yourself. Because the minute they know, oh, so I'm directly, like, the only, you know, just don't give them that. Play it off. Hold your cards close. That's one thing that I will say, adding on to that. Hold your cards close and just watch behaviors because they speak louder than words a lot of the time. Just watch what they do. Oh, they say this sound. Okay, do it. Do it. And if you're exactly. not going to do it, then I'm going to just move on. Just chill and wait to see what happens mm-hmm. with the people that you date. Just mm-hmm. don't even believe anything you're being told <laughs> until, I mean, honestly, for real, yeah. wait until the actions are happening right. that line strangers. up consistently. Because, mm-hmm. and if you get a lot of love bombing or, oh, wow, you're so beautiful. Oh, think about why he is doing all this so soon when he doesn't even know who the fuck you are yet. Exactly. You really have to think like, why are you already trying to impress me so much? Or like, why are you complimenting my outward appearance so much? Right. Like, is that that important to you? Like, obviously we're attracted to each other. I only need to hear it once right you know i mean (laughs) some women like being complimented i get it but like you have to think about why men are doing certain things you just really have to be careful so stop claiming heterosexuality (laughs) and that's that's where i will leave you all with Mm -hmm. i'm gonna leave you all with that um so thanks for tuning in this week and we'll see you we'll see you in the next one bye bye